Get ready to move from ordinary to extraordinary, natural to supernatural, with Radical Change Ministries. Welcome on our online viewers. Sumeri, I see Stefan is watching. Uh, Renee. Thank you, Lord. Yes, it's my son's birthday today. <laughs> and this morning when I prayed, I, I, um, I went back to my vision board and uh, there was a lot of things that I trusted God for this year that didn't happen yet. But it doesn't matter. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And um, we will see our children. And uh, it's going to be good. Because it's the enemy who wants to separate. And um, yes. Uh, I haven't seen him, I think, now for five years. Yeah. So, um, yes, it's time. It is time. Yes, hallelujah. And I know they were trusting for um, a lot of things, or they are trusting for a lot of things to happen. And this morning, um, well, I woke up at 3 o'clock. And then I thought, well, if I phone him, he's awake, because they're seven hours ahead of us in Singapore. And uh, I thought I could phone him now, but then, you know, I'm really going to be awake. <laughs> and, but then I asked God for a word for him, and um, God clearly gave me word for them. And it's so amazing if we... If we trust God for anything, you know, and it's like we were talking this morning that um, sometimes the way we thought it was going to be and the way we envisioned or believed stuff, and many times it's totally different, but in that God is still working, you know, and sometimes there's a, there's a delay, but it's not denial, and only when we get to the place where we're supposed to be, then we realized why there was a delay. Because a lot of things happened, you know. Um, I was reading um, yesterday of a testimony of this one guy. His wife was pregnant, and they, they, they couldn't have children. And it took a very long time, and at least and at last she felt pregnant. And um, she was supposed to be on the going to California, and... Um, on the way there, she realized she forgot something at home, um, or a passport or something like that to fly. Or, well, it was an important document that she needed to fly. And they had to rush back home. And um, they went home and she got it. And, and when they went back, they were too late. The flight had left. And they were on their way back home and they were like angry with themselves because she forgot the document and it was important for her to be in California and, and whatever. And they were just home and her father-in-law who stays in California phoned her and said to her, um, ach, phoned the husband and said to him, you know, what was the flight number? And he said, well, this is the flight number, but she's not on it because... Um, we forgot some documents at home, so she missed the flight. He said that was the airplane that flew right into the trade center in 2001. So her and the baby would have been on the... Can you see? 
Sometimes we get angry and, and we don't understand. And, and, you know, but, but God knows. God knows the end from the beginning. And now we can ask that question, but all the people that were on there, you know, we won't understand everything. One day we're going to. We're going to understand why, like somebody WhatsApped me and said um, that there was this one person that said on Facebook, um, if we have this wonderful God and he's a good God and that, why, is, why are we killing animals and eating them and, and animals, you know, have a soul and ugh, all of that. They're so, such gentle creatures and all of that. And I thought, why, you know, God created us equal to him. He didn't create the animals equal to us. So we can eat them and enjoy them. And I'm thinking, why, you know, why will we get into, you know, it's just another thing that will cause division. Some people don't eat meat good for you. Some people, I love meat, man. I, <laughs> I eat big pieces of steak like this. <laughs> and chicken and all kinds of meat anyway. So, yes. But that's the thing. The, the enemy will always try to bring division and we fall for it. Yeah, anyway. That's just the intro. So, yes. And this morning I realized again, it's the 22nd today. And God speaks to me many times through 22. And um, when I was just going through my notes now in the office, I, I saw again, it's the scripture that I put up, the first scripture that I put up this morning was 2 Samuel 22 verse 2. And it's my son's birthday, and it's the 22nd today. And uh, how amazing is God? Is he not such a good God? And uh, so 2 Samuel 22, verse 2 to 5, it says, He said, the Lord is my rock and my fortress. This was David. And my deliverer. My God, my rock, in him will I take refuge. My shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold and my refuge, my savior. Lord, you saved me from violence. I call on the Lord who is worthy to be praised and I am saved from my enemies. For the waves of death en en enveloped me. The torrents of destruction made me afraid. And I remember when I was in the hospital now, it felt like, you know, um, it felt like you couldn't breathe. So it felt like you were going to die. But I didn't. And uh, because I know God said we're going to have a long life on earth. And, and some, some pastors died. And we, we, we don't understand. Why was I saved and, and other people died? I don't know. We're not going to know. And it's not that I had more faith than them or vice versa. Or It's nothing about that. It's just sometimes we choose. I don't say they cho chose to die, but sometimes we choose. God says in his word, death or life, you choose. Blessing or curse, you choose. Or, But like I said, each one of us, our paths are different. And it's like that king... I think it was Hezekiah that said uh, he was so sick. 
and he got a 15 years extra, you know, but it wasn't such good years, <laughs> you know, so maybe sometimes, um, yeah, I don't have all the answers, but we know the one who does. And in, in, and, and like God says, you know, we are in this world. We're not from it. But in this world, we have to make a difference. In this world, he is our rock. And sometimes it, it and God is even, in scripture, there's some of the scriptures that said God is our rock, and some of it is he's in the rock. And that's what God was showing me this week. He's in the rock. And the rock sometimes feels hot and, and cold, and that, but that's, that's not who God is. He's steadfast. And, and lots of times when I go to the sea and I look at the waves crashing against those rocks for years, but those rocks stand. They don't diminish. They don't go away. They stay. And, and that's the thing that we have to remember. To operate in the supernatural, we have to know that he's our rock and he's in the rock. And we are standing on the rock and we mustn't get off the rock because that's when we start to sink. It's when we move, when we, when we, when we don't trust as like we should or, or when we, you know, if people tell me, and you, you all know that, I say that all the time, um, that I said it to a, a young man Sunday at church. I said, God's not going to leave you. You can run away as much as you like. I see you running away every now and again, but God's pulling you back every time. Because God's got a plan for him, a good plan. You know, like I said, at the wedding, every time I do a wedding, every time that bride walks through, down that aisle, I cry. And it's not because, I mean, she looks beautiful and that, but the picture I get is that's how God is, is waiting for us. You know, he's, not, he's coming for the bride, and that's the church. And you spend so much time getting ready. The, the girl we, we, we married on Saturday, she's a spray painter. So that's, that's not such a, um, a, a usual job for a lady. She's a panel beater and a spray painter. But she's a pretty young lady. And um, the first time I saw her, you know, it was the spray painter. <laughs> the second time I saw her, it was the bride. <laughs> and it was like a transformation <laughs> from the spray painter to the, to the bride. But isn't that amazing how God transforms us? You know, we mustn't be conformed, we must be transformed. And, and that's the thing. If I, if I look at my life, how, how God took me from insecurity and, and, and um, rejection and, and all of that stuff, not being able to speak properly and spell properly and, and all of those things. And how God just because I wanted to, but we have to want to. It's like you can sit in church and you can sit under teachings and you can hear the word, but if you don't talk, start taking it and applying it, it's, nothing's going to happen. Because immediately when we say, Lord Jesus Christ, come into my life, be my savior, um, Holy Spirit, fill me, change me. But you don't want to. You resist the working of the Holy Spirit. 
you'll be the same. And I see that a lot of people. They come in, they're the same. Five years later, it's still the same. Ten years later, the situation is still the same. And they don't understand. And it's sometimes I want to fivefold them. I'd say, you know, you can do the same thing over and over again, and, and every day is the same, and you don't change. Start doing things differently. The other day when I started praying in tongues, I was like, who's this? It was total different sound that came out of my mouth. And I just realized it's a, it's a new tongue. And sometimes you're going to sing in tongues. Sometimes you're gonna, uh, it's going to come out as a war language. Sometimes it's going to come out as a travail that you, you want to cry and, and that. And, and God is a, is a creative God. And if you look at Jesus, all the, um, the wonders, signs and wonders, that he, it was different all the time. Once he prayed for somebody for their eyes, it was like this. The second time he prayed for them, he spat. The, sec- the other time he took some mud and he, he put the mud on their eyes. The other day I was looking at a, at a guy praying for people and he, he said they must get him a bowl of water and, and he put water. There was nothing in the water, but the guy had to wash out his eyes. And the more he washed his eyes, the better his sight became. You know, sometimes we must just be obedient and do a, well, not sometimes, all the time, <laughs> isn't it? And it's like, um, in Psalm 105, verse 41, God opened the rock and water gushed out like a river, it flowed in the desert. That's when the Israelite was in the desert. And God opened the rock. He is the rock, the world is the Holy Spirit, and it, 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 it gave them, I mean, they were in the desert, 40 years wandering because of disobedience. I mean, I pray every, I pray that God will help me, that I will not go around 40 years and, and, and be the same. Go around 40 years and, you know, every time we have to be different. We have to strive to, to be more excellent. We have to strive to know more scripture. We have to strive to, to, to you know, just go to the next level. And trust God for it. It was this morning I was listening to, oh, I was listening to a few people. But anyway, I can't remember which one. But the guy said one of his best friends, he was a mighty businessman. And, oh yes, and he lost everything. And a few years later, he was stronger. His business was much um, um, stronger. Everything was restored more than he, than he had before. And um, he had another friend that, that came into a lot of money, a lot of money. And he said, the statistic shows that 90-something percent of um, lottery winners, in a few years' time, they, they're back to zero. Because they never knew the principles of finances. They don't operate in it. And if you don't know how to work with finances, I'll give you a, 
a million rand, you'll, you'll, you'll mess it up. But if you give it to the person that, 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 that's got the foundation of, of finances right, they will increase. They will increase. And some people don't believe they're worth it. They're worthy of having finances, especially in our country especially under the black people. And I'm not racist whatsoever. It's, not, it's, it's, a, it's a thing of they, they have a slave mentality and they haven't gotten out of it yet. There's now a generation that's rising up that's, that's really that I can see is, is getting out of that mentality of everybody owes me everything. And I'm, don't get me wrong, there's some... some in every culture, there is those people that believe that you, I'm, there's people that, that, that's got more than me, so they owe me. But in the end, you can get there yourself. If you stand on the principles of God, I mean, there's people that stand on the principles of God that doesn't even serve God, but he lets it rain on, over the righteous and the unrighteous. And if you do principles, if you pay tithes, if you sow a seed, if you give offerings, if you believe in it or not, it's going to yield its fruit because it's a principle. That makes sense. So this rock in the desert is a picture of God's provision. Even in the desert, he provides. Sometimes it's, it's not always how we think. I mean, there was, there's no pools, there was no rivers, there was no streams where they were. But God, then he said, okay, I can make water come out of a rock. I mean, we were on holiday years ago in, in the Seychelles. My mom stayed there for seven years, I think. And I was like, this island is in the middle of the sea. And we were walking, and in the mountain, this, this water was coming out. Now, I'm thinking, the source under it is, is seawater. The island is in the sea. And this fresh water is coming out of them. Isn't that a miracle? I mean, if we don't, we don't think of it. I was like, and I wasn't even saved then. I was so off the road. But even then, I was like <laughs> thinking, this is amazing. Here we're on an island in the middle of the sea, and we are looking at this mountain, and there's just water gushing out of it. Can you see how amazing God is that even if you look, if you look at yourself, you think, how can God use me? How can God provide for me? But he can. He can make things happen. He can send you to a, and say, but, but that's the thing. We only hear his voice because my sheep hear my voice because they know me. And that's what God said to us. He said that we have to teach people to start to hear his voice, to start to operate in the supernatural. And the only way you're going to know if you operate in the supernatural is when you start stepping out. Isn't it? And speaking over people. And they can come and tell you, you know what? You gave me a word 
there and then, or you said something and it changed my whole outlook, or you did something. But we have to make a decision every single day and say, from today, this situation in my life is going to change. I'm not, I, I refuse to be at the same place next year. I'm trusting God that this thing that looks like a rock in my life, that's, that, that's not producing, will start to produce. Because God is the rock of my salvation. Because God is in the rock. Now, I've looked at rocks countless times. It seems hard. You know, it, it's a rock. But it was like the, um, I was reading that book of um, Jensen Franklin of uh, Acres of Diamonds where the guy, he had this farm and he was struggling and it had all of these big black rocks in it and, and it just couldn't yield. And that in the end, he, he left his wife and children. He said he's going to go look for, if he cannot make his millions or whatever, a life somewhere else. And he was wandering around for years and in the end he came back and he sold the, the piece of land and um, the guy that bought the land uh, picked up a, one of these rocks and put it on his mantelpiece and the pastor came there and he said, but, and he knew about rocks and, and, and stuff like that. It was one of his interests. And he looked at this big thing and he said, but this isn't just rock, it's diamonds. And they had it tested and it was the, it was the diamond. And the rocks were all over the farm and, and, the, and the guy got a, a mine, bought him out and he was a billionaire. And that's the thing, that's in all of us. It looks like a rock, but it's a diamond. It just looks like it's worth nothing, but it's not. And you know what? Even in the desert, if you look at that whole story, you can go read up on it. How they, At, one, at some time, Moses was commanded to, to strike the rock. At another time, he was commanded to speak to the rock. So that's how God is. It's It's different. And it's, it's often in our lives when sometimes it feels like a time of barrenness, when provision is lacking. But God is there. He's there. It seems like, you know, sometimes we don't recognize, but, and then God will, if we ask him, if we just start asking him, he will show you. He will show you the diamonds in your life. He will show you where the provision is. He will show you. It, was it Ananias that had to go to the straight street and, and um, was it him to meet Paul? Yes. God sent him there. And I mean, Paul was killing the Jews. But we have to ask God every day, Lord, let me be at the right place at the right time. Let me meet the right people at the right time. Yeah.
Because your, your whole destiny, your whole purpose can in that instant be, be revealed to you. I mean, my mom invited me to church. And she kept on praying for me. And that, that day, I was like, well, I don't know what else to do. It's, uh, my life is such a mess. So let me just go. <laughs> and that day, I got my first prophetic word. And I didn't understand it. And I didn't write it down. And I don't think it was recorded. But the Holy Spirit will bring it to your remembrance. Later on, I realized, but that this was said over me. That was said over me. And when I got that prophetic word, it, it broke open. And we don't realize how powerful a prophetic word is. That is supernatural. Isn't it, Desmond? It's supernatural. And so it isn't it. Sometimes you, you got a prophetic word and you get prophetic word and, and people speak over you and, and, and that. And it's like, oh, yeah, I've heard it before. You know, it's, it's like... But you don't realize it, it, it keeps on bringing breakthrough in certain areas. And certain areas in your life, you just have to be, get the confirmation again. And I, there is purpose. There is a plan for me. There is destiny for me. And if, if some people tell me, but, um, you know, I don't know my destiny and purpose. Then I saw my get angry. But I know I was there as well. You know, destiny and purpose is in, to encourage people. Destiny and purpose is that what you like. Start operating in it. Isn't it? And like I said, when you come here, um, do you come here to encourage? Do you come here to, to give? Do you come here to serve? Do you come here to, or do you just come here to receive all the time? And I know it's sometimes a harsh word that I give. But it, it, it's so, you, we can't sit and keep on getting fat. We are so full of spiritual word and, and, and we get fat in church and, and talent is laughing at me. And, and you don't ever give out because what if I miss it? What if the word that uh, that I give is is a total mess? But what if it's a total spot on, life changing word for that person? And and sometimes when when I get a word for somebody, it's weird. But I've learned to just deliver it. You just deliver it. Who's is that? But <laughs> is it making you think, Alfred? You're listening, yes. It's but it's to it's to make a decision that from today, this in my life is gonna change. And you keep on knocking it with scripture, with declarations, with confessions, with word of God until it starts to manage. And you know what? Faith is doing. Isn't it? It's doing it. It's like with, with Dr. Yvette. Um, I mean, 
I don't, I, like this morning when I was driving here, I phoned and asked if, 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 if they are here, talented. I know they're here. I mean, I kind of know they're here, but I still, isn't it? it and, and, and will she open for me? Because I, I thought I was going to be late. I wasn't, but still. And that's one thing that God taught me. You have to have people in your life that you know, but know, but know. It's like my daughter-in-law in Singapore. I mean, she puts up the, the stuff on, on Facebook. I know the declaration is there every single day. I don't have to check up on her. The same with talent. I mean, I know talent is always here. Always. On Wednesday, I don't have to even be concerned. I know he's here. On Sunday mornings, I know he's here. And I know everything will be exactly like it should. Do we get sometimes stuff? It happens. But it's, do we handle it in love or do we handle it harshly? <laughs> Dr. Ivet, you got something to say. It's like with Dr. Yvette with the Bible College. I mean, I don't even have to be concerned about anything. It's just going. It's just running. It's smooth. It's, she sees, and I'm telling you, the students is a challenge. You know, some of them I would have hit but long ago. It's when Piet was, was saying on Sunday, and, and when we drove off, I, I, I realized we've known them for 14 years. You know, they've, they've just walked with us and just kept on, and, and I think sometimes they said, oh, God, what's happening? But they just kept on, and, 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 and they're still with us. And, and you get those people that, that you know, it's like my friends in the state, that I don't have to speak to them for months, but when I call them, it's like we picked up the stuff we were together yesterday. And that's what with Jesus as well, you know, we can just look at his life. And we can just strive to operate in, a, in those levels because that's what he said we could do. And, and like I've said before, um, my... My vision is big and it gets bigger every single day. And sometimes we do get discouraged because it's not happening. But it will happen because God said it will. But we have to keep on. It doesn't matter if you, if you, if you look at, at the situation. I'm walking in the desert. There's no water. But... God, my rock, my provider, he will provide. When, 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 when I feel like, okay, I just can't do it anymore, then God is never late. He's always on time. And then sometimes we want to kick open doors. Which, which were never meant to be opened. Or it's closed for a reason, for, for a reason. 
You mustn't be there now. There can be an earthquake where you're going to go. I'm protecting you from that. Or the airplane is going to fly into a building. <laughs> or if I open that door for you for that job, there's a seductress there or a seductor, and if you go there, your whole marriage will fall apart. I'm protecting you. I'm first strengthening you. I'm building on your character. I'm, 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 I'm polishing. I'm, I'm taking away all that, that black and all the gunk and, and purifying you and, and making you stronger and, and, and all of that. And then suddenly the place falls up. And then suddenly the buildings come. And then God adds, and he, he's already worked on, on principles. He's already worked on, on, on the uh, creative side. He's already, but without character. And it's like we were speaking this morning. You know, um, people make wrong choices. And, and, they, they, believe, and they, they, they get deceived and they believe that um, God, I'm a, I'm a woman, but I was supposed to be a man. Or whatever, and I'm, and I know I'm going to get a few. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? They they gifted. I've seen people. They're so gifted, and God told told me again this morning. The gift and the call is irrevocable. The gift will operate, even in your disobedience. It will still operate. Because God, before he formed you in the womb, he knew you. He intrinsically knitted you together, Psalm 139. But it's for us to make a decision to say, I am going to change from today. There's stuff in my life that I need to be more disciplined in. And with the help of the Holy Spirit, because on my own, I'm, I cannot do it. But with the help of the Holy Spirit, I can. But we can sit here and say yes, and, 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 but if we don't put action to our, our, because faith without works is dead. So you have to put action with it. A job is not going to come running to me. It doesn't happen like that. I remember when I fell pregnant with my son. I was working at a hairdresser. I wanted to become a hairdresser. And I, w I was working at a hairdresser. It was still holiday. It was December holidays. And when he heard I was pregnant, he fired me. It was February. I, then I went back to school because I didn't know I was pregnant. And then I found out I was pregnant. And, and um, yes, a lot of stuff happened. And uh, But then... And my mom was angry with me, and I understood that because everything she said I mustn't do, I did. <laughs> and, uh, but I walked from shop to shop, from restaurant to restaurant. And I said to him, I'm pregnant, but I need a job. I'm 16 years old. I just turned 16. I turned 16 in January, and that was February. And I knew I had to get a job. And then I, and I had, of course, I had no experience. But then I went into this one um, 
chemist. And I said to the guy, I really need a job. I'm pregnant, but I need a job. And he said, okay, I'll give you a job. I'm going to pay you this every month. And then and I took it. And that was my first job. And I tried to learn every single thing in that chemist. I cleaned the stuff. And when he started doing the pills, I was there at the back. He didn't allow anybody in there. I just walked in there. And I said, oh, but I want to learn. And he had a computer. That was 38 years ago. <laughs> and I wanted to learn how the computer works. So every time he was there, I was here behind him. I think I irritated the living daylights out of him. <laughs> but I learned in the end, I was working the computer with the stuff. And then I got a better job with triple the salary. And there also, I wanted to learn everything. The only thing I did there was answer the phone. And then I said to them, this is boring. Can I just do something else? Yes, sort the post. Okay, then I said to them, okay, I sort the post every day. I'm done. What else can I do? Okay, go sit with that lady. She'll, learn, she'll teach you how to do wages. So I learned how to do the wages. So I was answering the phone, sorting the post, and doing the wages. And then they still had those um, um, fax machines that, that, that worked with that. <laughs> and I said, but I want to learn how to, do, to operate this thing. And they taught me how to operate that. And then um, I saw in a, in, a, in a paper an advertisement for a, for a better job, for more money. But now I had experience. I could answer the phone, I could sort the post, I could do wages, and I could operate the fax machine. <laughs> and then, you know what? Every time I got the job, and even in that, even if I didn't serve God, then even if I didn't have what of the faith or the levels, the gift was there. The gift to learn, the gift to excel, the gift of multiplication, it was there. God first multiplied it in my life so that I could start multiplying it in other people's lives. Say, I am gifted. God is my rock. And as he is, so am I. In this world, water will come from me. Refreshing will come from me. I make a decision today to do things differently, to excel, to be better every single day. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, Dr. Yvette, Sammy loves you. <laughs> I just want to see. Ian is watching. Um, has anybody got a word for somebody? Just an encouraging word. Not somebody here. You just, there's a lot of people on the, on the Facebook live chat. And... Um, live page and 
Let's trust God that you got a word for somebody. Dr. David? For Sammy. For Sammy. Okay, great. And yeah, I just want to encourage her. She's so faithful and always trusting God. She must just keep on trusting. I know sometimes it's difficult. And I just want to say, like us, um, we've been trusting God for 26 years for something that came through now. And I know that's not what people want to hear. <laughs> but as you said, God needs to work on our, or we with God needs to work on our character. That's so important because people think, you know, it's fine. I can just say, for example, just tithe. Mm. And then everything is fine, but it's not fine. Mm. And um, just something else I just want to share from my side. As an employer, and sometimes, as you say, we need to do the action and trust God. But we need also, and I'm speaking to myself because I know, as Desmond and Talent will testify, can lose it sometimes. <laughs> no, Dr. Yvette. <laughs> I'm especially, sure you don't lose it. <laughs> especially if I get bad service. <laughs> then I don't handle it very well. But from employer's point of view, just remember, when I sit next to you, if I'm encountering you, just remember I see how you act, what you do. So if you do not have that um, energy, that will, then even if you tell me I need a job, and if I have a job, I won't even consider you. Mm. So, you know, it's so true. Sometimes we think, ah, who is she? I'm just sitting here, but we must... Always work on our character and the way we act and react to people because you never know who you're getting in contact with. Mm. So that is very That's important so for true. me. Amen. Anybody else? Yes, of course. Gary Lee. Okay. Um, I want to testify. You've been telling us sow a seed and give it a name, but I didn't understand it. Um, until Jared's uh, told, yeah, told his testimony. Um, I thought I was supposed to like give it a name, like let, take this money and let it go to hungry children. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm doing that, God. <laughs> until he testified and then I got it. And the first time I, I sowed 300 rand for my dogs to go with me to Australia. <laughs> I know, it's funny. And that next morning, it was a Wednesday, we came here, um, I received an email from Kerrington Kennels that they take the pets over and I didn't even search. So I said, okay, God, you want me to use these people? So I, I went in faith and I told them, okay, please send me an invoice, two dogs and all of that. And it came back 65,000. That Sunday, my husband came home and he said to me, there's more money in our bank account and I don't know where it comes from. And I, I asked him, what do you mean? I think, okay, maybe one or 2,000, something like that. He says, no, 65,000. <laughs> yeah. uh -huh. so, so, yeah, God just provided. Exactly. <laughs> yes. And, it, and I told my mom and she went, it's the dog's money. And I'm like, <laughs> I know people who like dog's money for 65,000. But no. yeah, then I just want to testify, even like that, our dogs, he can pro if it can provide for our dogs, <laughs> he can provide so much more. And exactly. it's the first time I, I caught what you meant by <laughs> giving a name yeah. to, your, to your seat. <laughs> and so I did it for the first time, and the first time 
And I only sewed 300 rand people. And exactly. God gave us 65,000, the whole amount for the dogs. So work out how many fold it is. You, you know, I have to. <laughs> because yeah. we, we, we don't realize that's what we say. And it, it, it's like Dr. Yvette said, she said it the other day. Some things are taught and some things are caught. Yes. And it, exactly. It yes. was taught, but you didn't caught it. Yes. <laughs> now you've catched it. Yes. And, and now you will see, because yes. now you know that I can name my seed. This yes. is what I'm sowing it for. Yes. I want to take my dogs over. I mean, my son is saying they have two um, uh, Dachshunds and, and Gus and, and uh, Molly, and they took them over to Singapore, and they were in quarantine and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And now when they, they want to wanna go wherever they're going to go, um, yes. God provides every time for them because yes. that's their dogs. They yes. want to take them with. And, and I mean, I'm also like that with animals. So, you know, I understand that totally. <laughs> it, does, it makes sense to me. So, yeah. yes. I mean, if I want to go somewhere now, I want to take everybody with. <laughs> and, I mean, we can trust God for that. We can trust God for anything. It's true. For anything. Yes, and it's like um, some people, um, you know, it's what we said today. It's maybe you've been trusting God for a very long time for very specific things, and it hasn't broken through yet. I really believe this year, with everything, if you go and write it down and you put your, your faith in action, it's going to happen for you. I really believe it. I believe we're going to move quicker, and it's going to be accelerated than ever before. But you have to take it, and you have to say, Lord, now I, 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 I'm going to act on it. I'm going to go to every place I can possibly go to. And, 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 and when I step in there, I will pick and choose from, from, from what I need. Dr. Ivey? Ah. I just also want to testify what you always teach us about write the vision down. It's so important because actually this year was the first year I was talent. <laughs> He's waking us up. <laughs> this was the first year actually I took pictures of what my husband wanted and I put it in my diary and written it down and then it came as I wanted it, not as he wanted it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I was trusting God for uh, personal finance, if I can you know, not working through the bank to get finance for what we needed. And I was praying for it all the time. And he said to me, I'm praying against him. He just want <laughs> his vision. And I said, no. <laughs> and yeah, God gave it to us, or to him especially. But you need to write it down. Yes. I realized this year, as you said, you know, we're always saying, oh, but I have it in my head. It's here. But you need to put it down yeah. on paper. Exactly. Um, I, I can also testify, um, Xavira, so by the way, I was wondering where you are. So by the way, please tell us where you are. We miss you. I've lost this thing again. Oh, okay. Then it's fine. Am I hitting this thing? Am I making a noise? Oh, okay. Anyway, um, what did I want to say now? Oh, yes, this, this year in, um, when I got out of hospital, I, I wrote a vision down which God gave me in hospital. 
And I'm telling you, within three weeks, everything fell into place. Not for me. My visions are usually for other people. <laughs> and then at the end, I will put like two or three things here at the bottom. And um, but that's okay. You know, that's just how I am. But in the end, my vision comes to pass. And uh, I write it down. But I, I, I specifically wrote down things for my children. And it happened so quickly. And you know what? That's what I just want to tell you. As much as I want things for my children and my children's children, how much more does God want it for us? God wants it for us, but you have to decide today, am I going to write it down? Am I going to trust God for it? Really trust him for it? Or just say, I'm a poor me. You know, take a stand. Make a decision. I'm trusting God for this specifically, and it's going to happen. Come on, Alfred. I want to know what you're trusting God for. Okay? I want to see it. You must go write it down for me. Okay, not, not um, books, okay? Yeah, five things that you trust God for and the scripture with it. And you know what? If I challenge people, I challenge you for a reason. Because I can see the destiny. I can see the purpose. And for too long now, you're sitting with the same problem. It's too long. You should have moved out of that problem long ago. But you don't believe you're worthy of it. And I'm telling you, you are worthy. Okay? You take it. Even if you wash cars every single day. From a car wash, you'll own your own car wash. I'm just using an example. You know? We, don't, we must never think stuff is beneath us. I'm not saying you think like that. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying... We can, if you, it's like the guy that, that I was saying, I don't know if I said it on this, but there was this one guy. He, he's, they had a lot of children, his mother, and he was the brother. He was, and his dad died. So he couldn't study further. And he was really a good student. But he had to go home and start looking after his siblings. And at a certain age, he, he knew he had to leave to go and make money. Because the, the he cannot just look after his siblings. They need money. And um, he left. And on the way, he met the, the um, priest of the Catholic Church. And they went to the Catholic Church. And he, um, the priest said to him, where are you going? He said, no, he needs to go and earn some money. And, but he doesn't really know. And the priest asked him, but what can you do? He said, one thing I know I can do well is make soap. I can really make good soap. My mom taught me how to make really good soap. And he said, well, just whatever you do, just do it. And you, you, you bring your tithes into the storehouse. Don't forget that. And he said, don't worry, I won't forget that. And he went and he started, started at a small, at a town or wherever, and he started making soap. And then he started, he, he, his business grew so big that he had an uh, accountant later on. 
And he said to the accountant, just remember, 10% of everything we own goes to this church. And later on, he was making so much money, he said, now just remember 50% of what, I, what, we, what we make goes to the church. And guess who this guy was? Colgate. Colgate, his surname was Colgate. You know Colgate toothpaste? Colgate, can you see? One thing he could do, and that's what God always asks you, what is in your hand? What can you do? If you're a good prayer, pray. Because if you start praying for other people, all your things will fall into place. And that's why when people tell me, what's my purpose? What do you like to do? What is really, what is in your hand? What you can do? Maybe you can bake biscuits. Maybe you can make fudge. Maybe you can, I mean, really, there's always something you can do. Can you wash a car? Yes. Can you do a garden? Yes. We mustn't always think talent. You want to say something? You're good. So, Father, we thank you for this morning. Thank you, Lord, for Exavera. I don't know what, what she said on you, but and there's, there's some, um, some testimonies on the, on the group. Go and look at it and pray for that people and, and know that God can give you exceedingly abundantly above that you could ever ask, think, or imagine above your highest prayer, above your what? Your highest prayer. Write your vision down. You know what? The blessing is in the obedience. It's like Dr. Yvette says, but sometimes we get the word and we think, oh, oh, I don't deserve it. No, you don't. It's true. But God wants to give it to you anyway. He does because we must be an example. We must be an example of peace. We must be an example of kindness. We must be an example of goodness. We must be an example of faithfulness. Being faithful. Don't forsake the fellowship of the saints. Keep on being faithful. Man, I had such a... Uh, um, our pastor, if you missed the service, he would phone you. Where were you? You know... People are not accountable today. And I'm telling you, if you start being accountable, that's, that is faithfulness. Because if we're faithful with little, God entrusts us with more. Keep on being faithful. And believe, I, I don't know, like you say, the money was paid into my bank account. I've seen that so many times. Supernatural increase. Supernatural multiplication. But some things you can be taught, but if you don't catch it, it's until you catch it. <laughs> so I, we trust God that you will start catching things. You've been taught it, but now you will, will, will caught it. <laughs> I know the tense is wrong, but it's just, it's funny. It, 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 it's powerful. So Father, we thank you. Thank you for the online audience, Lord. Thank you for everybody listening to, to my voice, Lord, that they will know it's the voice of God that's, that, that they will hear, not mine. That will make such an impact 
that we will not go around the same mountain, that we will not uh, be in the desert for 40 years. But God, we will move into the suddenness. We will hear your voice so clearly that we will be at the right place at the right time for the divine appointments, Lord. We will not miss it, Lord. But Father, even if we did or do, that there will be the next one and the next one and the next one. Thank you, Lord, that, that God, you, you are working, that you are a good Father. And that things that we've been trusting you for, for years, will start coming to pass because we are operating differently. Of new levels of, of faith, new levels of integrity, new levels of, of, um, of trust, new levels of, of goodness, new levels of kindness, new levels of gentleness, new levels, God, in Jesus' mighty name, Lord. Thank you, God, that we decide today, we choose faith, we choose death, life. We, we don't choose death, we choose life. We choose blessing. We will bless our circumstances. We will bless our coming in, our going out. We will bless people financially, spiritually, emotionally. We will bless people. Because you say, Lord, in blessing, you bless us. And everybody listening, God, that they will know, but know, but know, but that they can bless people today. They can bless people with a scripture. They can bless people with a compliment. They can bless people with seed. They can bless people with, with a prophetic word. And they will trust you, Lord. And, and the word that they, the, 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 the things that will start gushing out of them, it will be pure. It will be spot on. In Jesus' mighty name, Lord, we thank you, God, that you are a faithful God. Even when we are faithless, you're still faithful. And there's nothing impossible. And we will see the manifestation of the supernatural in our lives like never before. In our businesses, in our ministry, in our workplace, in our homes, in our children, in our congregations, everywhere we put it, our foot will tread, it will be given unto us. Our shadows will yield for the glory of God. In Jesus' mighty name, Lord. Thank you, God. And thank you, Lord, that, that the doors that are supposed to be open will, fall, will go open. And those that need to be shut will be shut tightly. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord. We will see your goodness. That's your favor. That's your glory. We will see it. Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Thanks for tuning into Radical Change Ministries. Subscribe for more.